0: Now, here's your host, the master of relationship sales strategy himself, Dave Lorenzo. If you want the keys to the castle, you gotta go see the king. I'm talking about selling to the person in charge of the business. I don't care if it's a corner store or a Fortune 500 company. The best place to start in any sales process is at the top. And today on the Dave Lorenzo Daily, we're going to teach you the secrets to selling to the C-suite. Hi, I'm Dave Lorenzo. This is the Dave Lorenzo Daily. I'm glad you're here. Thank you for joining me. You are one of the smartest people around because you're part of our community. All right, let's talk about selling to the C-suite. For the last 15 years of my career, I have only called on the ultimate decision maker in any business. This includes Fortune 500, in fact, Fortune 100, Fortune 50 companies, as well as mid-sized companies that are looking to do business with me. The reason I start at the top is because number one, I view myself as a peer with these folks. I can help them solve a problem. I have situational authority in this area and they want what I have to offer. They want me to solve their problem, they want me to help them grow their revenue, they want me to set up a sales team that will absolutely kick ass and I'm the guy to do it. So I go in at a peer level, that's why I call on, C-level executives, chief marketing officer, chief executive officer, chief sales officer, you name it, I've called on them. The second reason why I call on the C-suite is because they're the ultimate decision-making authority. I can close the deal quickly, I can get to a deal in principle oftentimes a lot faster with a chief executive officer or a chief sales officer than I can with a regional person or with someone in another level or another position. I focus on going to the ultimate decision maker because it makes my life easier and it makes their life easier. So let me share with you the five secrets that I've discovered in the last 15 years of selling exclusively to C-level executives. The first secret is that you have to do your research. You have to know three specific areas and how they impact what you're going to be doing. The first area is the economy. What effect is the economy having on your prospective client's business? Your chief executive officer, the chief executive officer who's your prospect, thinks about the economy night and day. And he thinks about how the economy is going to have an impact on his business. You need to know the different aspects of the economy and how they impact his business. For example, if you're calling on a company that works in real estate, Interest rates have a huge impact on their business. Also the value of the dollar has an impact on their business. What are bonds doing these days and how does that impact their business? You need to know those things so that you can have an intelligent discussion on a peer-to-peer level. The second thing is the industry. What trends are currently taking place in the industry? And is your prospects company at the cutting edge or are they lagging behind? Are they having a problem in their industry? Are they number one or number two in their industry? Do they have a new product that's killing the market? Do they have a product or service that's fallen behind? Where are they when it comes to strengths, weaknesses, and opportunities and threats in their industry? You need to know this because they know it, and you have to be able to speak their language. The third element is the business itself. Listen to the analyst calls. Listen to the earnings calls from publicly traded companies. Listen to the questions the analysts ask and the answers the executives give them. Read the 10K, that's the quarterly report from the company to its shareholders so that you know the best face the company's putting on what's happening behind the scenes. Then read the analyst reports to determine what's really happening so that you know the state of the business before you walk in the door. If the company's privately held, do some research on Google, do the Google dance, get in there and see what people are saying about the company. Oftentimes you can find articles in industry trade publications that will tell you what's going on. You need to have all of this information assimilated. You need to take it in so that you know what's happening before you even walk in the door to meet with the chief executive. Secret number two, know the language. Every industry has its own language. You need to understand the language, but you don't need to use it in a fake way. And the reason you need to understand the language is because oftentimes industry experts like chief executive officers of large companies will use jargon and they'll just expect that people understand. So you have to know the language of the industry. Again, not to show off, just to understand the conversation that's taking place around the room. When you know the language and you read industry reports, they all make sense to you. How do you get this knowledge? Easy interview people who are in the industry. Call them up and say you're doing a report on a company in the industry and you need to understand some of the industry language, have them share some of the insider information and I don't mean insider from a stock perspective, I mean insider information from an industry insider perspective, insider information about the industry so that you're familiar with the language, you're familiar with what's going on currently in the industry. Tip number three, Ask good questions. You've now assimilated a ton of information. You've taken in a lot of stuff. You've learned a lot. You can ask good questions. I would ask questions that will impress the CEO. You can ask questions about the goals of the organization as it pertains to the work you're going to be doing. Don't ask a question where the answer is easily found by doing research. That doesn't show that you're smart. That shows that you're lazy. I want you to ask questions that help you understand what the CEO's goals are and why those goals are important to him or her. This will help you connect on a human level and it will also help you connect on a business level because you'll be able to make that a priority for you and your team and you'll be able to articulate the priorities of the CEO in the same way that he or she does. Ask questions that enable you to understand where the company's going so that you can help them get there. Secret number four, give direct answers. Don't be wishy-washy. If you don't know, say you don't know. Give direct answers. This is not the time for BS. You don't want to be singing and dancing when you're in there with the CEO. You just wanna give straight answers, smart answers, and answers that will help you close the deal. So when the CEO asks what the turnaround time is for you to deliver on your proposal, give him a realistic time frame. When the CEO asks what the return on investment for this project should be, you should be able to tell, like that, what the return on investment will be based upon your past experience. Direct answers show that you're sharp, they also show that you're smart, and they show that you're a person of conviction. Give a direct answer, speak straight, straight talk wins the day every time. If you BS, you're gonna get thrown out on your butt. I promise you that. Straight answers, very sharp, and if you don't know, say you'll get back to them, and you better get back to them by the end of the day, that day. Secret number five for selling to the C-suite, follow up immediately. You need to set a follow up plan while you're in the room. The meeting goes well, the CEO says, all right, the next steps are this, this, and this. You have to set the timetable. So you say to the CEO, that's great, can I meet with your team tomorrow? Can I meet with your team Friday? Can I meet with your team this week to get started? Direct action, immediate action, that's what gets rewarded in business, especially at the upper echelons because those folks get double talk all day long about how things aren't possible. You have to show that you're a person of action, set an immediate follow-up agenda to get started working right away. These five strategies will help you break through to the chief executive of any company, large or small. They'll also help you with chief marketing officer, chief legal officer, anybody you call on. Follow these tips and you will never go wrong. Aim high and you will win in sales. Now, there are five mistakes that amateurs make in business-to-business meetings that I want you to avoid, so I'm going to share them with you right here. All right, mistake number one, no research. You walk into the meeting and you say, all right, how's it going? What are we here to do today? You look clueless because you are clueless. Every meeting you attend has an agenda, You need to look at the agenda and determine what you need to know to ask really good questions in that meeting. Who's going to be there? What are the topics that are going to be discussed? What background information do you need? Before you go to the meeting, you should have all of those things down. Then you should know specifically what people are looking for, what the outcome is going to be for the meeting for them. What outcome are they looking to achieve as a result of this meeting? Make sure you're able to give it to them. If it's a sales meeting, I want you to go in there and be prepared to answer every question they have. Also help them understand who you are and what you do, but don't say a word about that before you ask them some questions about them and their goals. You should know what their goals are before you walk in. You're just asking questions to verify those. That's the key to being prepared for the meeting knowing what's going on before you walk in the room. B2B sales meeting, mistake number two, not knowing the language. You walk into a room with five people and you're there to sell them something. You enter the room and they start speaking industry jargon. You don't know some of the industry jargon, so you're clueless and you feel clueless raising your hand and going, I'm sorry, can you tell me again what that was? You need to know what the industry language is so that you can understand it. You don't have to speak it yourself. I don't want you throwing around industry terms like you're a know-it-all. I want you just to be able to understand what's going on. So make sure you understand the language before you walk in the room. How do you learn the language? Talk to people who work in that industry. Ask them what the hot areas are. Ask them what people are talking about. Ask them what industry trade publications they read. Read those industry trade publications. Visit the industry websites. Educate yourself on how people speak, what they're talking about, what specific things are important to people who work in that industry. B2B sales meeting mistake number three, talking too much, not asking enough questions, and not listening. In business-to-business sales, the most important thing is to understand how you can help them achieve a goal, how you can help them achieve the outcome they desire. Sometimes they wanna solve a problem, sometimes they just wanna achieve a goal. Your job is to get to the bottom line, to figure out what the most important outcome is and to help them get there with your product or service. The only way to do that is by asking questions and then shutting up and listening. If you talk too much, you blow it. Every time you talk, you blow it. I want you asking questions and then shutting up and listening. If you do that, you will be successful in B2B sales. Ask questions, shut up, and listen. It's that simple. B2B sales meeting mistake number four, too much BS. Don't be slick, be yourself. Go in, ask direct questions, and when they ask you questions, give direct answers. Don't try and BS people. Don't do that. If you don't know an answer, say you don't know and get back to them by the end of the day. Be sure and be direct with people. Be sure and be straight with them. They're gonna ask you what the return on investment from your product is. Make sure you know it. They're going to ask you what industry competitors you've worked with. Make sure you know that. They're going to ask you for references. Be prepared to hand them a reference sheet in that meeting. They're going to want to know what the implementation schedule looks like. Be prepared to address it. All of these things are easily answered with very straightforward statements. You need to be able to deliver on that without looking like you're full of crap. It's really, really simple. They have to like you and trust you before they will do business with you. If you give them straight answers, they'll like you and trust you. B2B mistake number five is no follow-up plan. When the meeting ends, you should say, now, tell me how you'd like to proceed. The follow-up plan is critical. As soon as the meeting is over, you need to have your follow-up plan in mind and they need to be able to execute on it as well as you need to be able to execute on it. So before you leave that room, you look at everyone and you say, and you're going to do this, you're going to do this, you're going to do this. Do I have that right? Then you know you'll be successful and the company will be successful. These are the five B2B meeting mistakes. I want you to avoid making them in your next sales situation. So go back and study them again. Make sure you're prepared for your next meeting. I'm Dave Lorenzo, we're here every day with a great new sales strategy for you. I hope to see you back here again tomorrow. Until then, I hope you do this and sell more.